tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live, The Trend. I'm your host, Daryl Kristen, and joining me today is Courtney Stewart. Hi, guys. And our very special guest today, hip-hop artist Chad Watson is with us. Woo-woo. Welcome, up, man? welcome. Man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. It's a it's a big week. It's Grammys week. You know, know. since we started the beginning of the year, it's been awards after awards after awards. awards. Now we got the music coming up this weekend. This is your category. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. He's like, he's like, yep, 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 yep. yep. Well, we're gonna talk about you and your music and your touring and everything that you've been doing. Uh, But we're gonna start off with the topics and because there's some there's some good ones this week. Some hot topics going on this week. We got some things going on. So this week we started off the week. We had a holiday, you know, and. over the weekend, those of you that are fans of the Real Housewives of Atlanta franchise got a little entertainment on Sunday that sparked some conversation in the Twitterverse and social media land the day after. So uh, one of the characters on Real Housewives of Atlanta, Miss Portia Williams, has been, you know, going through some things with her uh, special significant other, Dennis McKinley. They've recently had a daughter together and they were engaged. However, while she was pregnant, turns out he was cheating on her and they've kind of broken up and we've been watching them kind of go through the process after the breakup on this new season of the show. The thing that got people talking, though, was the episode this week. Dennis had called her mother and her sister and his mother to their home to have a conversation. And he wanted to apologize to her mom and her sister and his own mom for his behavior and having, you know, stepped outside of the relationship and caused problems. And he basically said that they are still working to try to mend fences with each other and figure out where their relationship's going to go. But he felt like he, to be a responsible person, he had to own up to his own stuff to the family as well because the family matters and the family was important and conversation on the you know social media land was kind of mixed some people were saying why would he ever like involve her mom and her sister in their relationship a relationship is two people that's crazy and other people including Portia said that's amazing like this was the most sensitive kind thing anybody's ever done for me like because families are involved especially when there's a child involved and because they were talking about how when the breakup happened like mom would be watching the daughter and she had deleted all his information she didn't want to respond to his calls like she was icing him out the same way that Portia was icing him out so that's kind of where the conversation went but a lot of people thought it was you know kind of awesome that he reached out to her family and actually apologized to them as well what do you guys think do you owe the family any kind of Information or apology when a relationship goes south? I mean, okay, so here's my thing. I, I got to give it to him because it takes some courage to go into a room with women who who you're dating and it's her family members, her mother, her sister, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, whoever yeah. else, but just alone, the mom and sister, for you to go in there and admit your fault and also apologize and say that you're trying to make amends with their daughter or sister, I, I got to give them props for it because... Do I think that it's necessary? It's not necessarily necessary, but the fact that you do it to me shows that you are you may be very remorseful of what you have done and you and also, to be honest with you, I wouldn't want to go up in that house and try and make up with her and then look and get in the side eye every time I walk in the house from the mom <laughs> and the sister because I haven't apologized and they look at me like every time I'm on my phone I'm like, "Oh, I got to go to a meeting." They're like, "Mhm. What meeting you got to go to?" You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. at least you are you you are admitting your fault and and trying to say hey I'm trying to make it better so I gotta give him props for that actually a little bit because a lot of people would, would not do that but 
you know, I, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I agree. Hundred <laughs> like, percent agree. Okay. Would what, you do it? Would you like? Would you do it? It's so many dynamics, right? Ins and outs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just from what we know, I would go with that standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's just be real. This is TV. All right. It is so TV. True. You you know, he also He has businesses. He's businesses and he's trying to mm-hmm. show a good face too. Yeah, let's, let's, sure. I am sure that that is probably sixty percent of the reason he that he did, did it. He did get heavily dragged at because least he dragged 60. at least sixty percent. Sixty percent of okay. why he did it. So he you know, so people were looking at him. If you were the family member on the receiving end of the apology, say, for instance, I know your sister's married, but if she weren't married, she were engaged and he did some shadiness to her. Like, do you think it would help you get back to a better place or you still think you would be side eyeing him after an apology? I'm a very unforgiving person, which I need to work on with (laughs) the Lord. Um, I hold grudges and it's the Leo in me. It would take me a while to really trust him. I would probably look at him sideways, but everybody is human and I do respect everybody's human. I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. So I would try and, and, and look at it as if I was in that place or if I've done wrong would I want someone to forgive me so eventually I probably could if they apologized to me in that manner but I'm not going to lie it would take a minute for me to not keep the side eye going for a little bit mm-hmm. and I would probably be a little distant a little bit a little but you know I can be shady like that a so distant. a little distant okay. I understand you know. yeah, especially if it's my sister yeah because I'm going to be if I had a brother and it happened I know it sounds bad but I probably if it was like I probably wouldn't be as side-eyed but really you wouldn't side-eye the woman as much i wouldn't i don't know why i don't know why that is i actually because do you think it's because he had to have done something that made her step out i mean (laughs) (laughs) that could be it deep down inside uh no but i just i don't know i just it's just something about the male female dynamic like with it being my sister i'm gonna be like on now. Yeah, you can't do it. All yeah. right. Well, there you go. Everybody. I mean, every family is different. I have no idea. Like, I actually think it's kind of weird because when I watch, because I watched it, I'm clearly a fan of the Housewives. Um, I was kind of like, well, I have mama, but then like I did respect that, like, because the family's involved because yeah. whether they want to be or not, especially because they have a daughter, um, a young child. That so grandma's watching the baby. He's got to get in touch with grandma to pick up the baby. So like they are all intertwined whether they want to be or not, especially because there's a baby involved. So I get it. But at the same time, I do. I'm a firm subscriber to the relationship. You keep a relationship between each other because when other people start chiming in, that can also cause problems, whether right. it's family I mean, or not. But of course, I mean, obviously they're on TV, so it's kind right. of and Portia tell, even if they weren't, I feel like Portia would be a person who tells, tells her, her, mom. her mom and sister everything anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's true. Now, do you think men or women are more forgiving? In this situation, like if it, if she if he had gone to her father, you know what I mean? Would he? Oh, women think, are definitely more forgiving. You think so? Period. I feel like women. You don't. You 100%. think so? Women, are, more women are way more forgiving than men. You think the women would get oh, over no quicker way than the men? That you think the that fu- men are more forgiving than females in any aspect? Well, I'm of this thinking form, like, would the father be? Would the father period, be like, in the you know what? You're a guy. I can kind of re- understand. My dad right would be like, you are a hot garbage. Go find Jesus. Okay. Like, no. You said hot garbage. <laughs> Like, that was, you know, right? I mean, I mean, the cheateration in that situation, she was pregnant, and that's almost right. like that's daggers. True. That's true. Like, oh, right. that's just like really, right. she was pregnant. But then, with okay. your child. But I must, but I'm gonna say this though. But then, the, the the argument could be like, well, I wouldn't get none. She was pregnant. Hey, and but I had to, I had I'm to, sorry, that's I the most horny. You might have been, but that's that one time you need to go to the shower and be with yourself. 
Get like, because she's pregnant. Like, I'm sorry. I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. Because there's the, plenty of get women. Get the steam and the lotion you know, out. Get in, get in that shower and just go ahead and have yourself a private moment. Because you Play some R&B music, slow music to yourself. <laughs> exactly. Because it's ridiculous. Oh, God. Look, Chad's over here like. This conversation's going somewhere else like, entirely. Go somewhere else. All right. Okay. All right. Go on We're to the next gonna one. We're going to shift it back where normally we do a little Trump date. Meaning, mm. you know, Cheetos mm-hmm. update. Mm-hmm. But we ain't going to really do that. We're going to still talk about him a little bit because, you know, obviously the biggest, second biggest news story of the week was his trial. But whatever. Which is. I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm tired. So we decided, you know, it was Martin Luther King week. Why not talk about some of the effery that went down in regards to him with Martin Luther King week? And one of those things was Geraldo Rivera. Who knew he was still floating around somewhere? I don't know. If you watch Fox and Friends and the Fox TV network, then you know that he is hanging out on Fox News and he's a correspondent and chiming in about some random stuff. And this week he decided to talk out of the left side of his neck and he made the following comment in regards to Cheetos in the office, who I don't call by his proper name. He said, quote, (laughs) I call him, to great controversy, a civil rights leader, especially yesterday on Martin Luther King Day, because why? African-American unemployment, lowest it's ever been. Latino unemployment, lowest it's ever been. This rising tide, this rising tide is lifting all boats. We Mm. should be celebrating. Mm. Instead, he's fighting this and this, you know, this cage match, meaning the impeachment. This Geraldo Rivera on national television came out his mouth and said that Donald Trump is a civil rights leader. What y'all think? I mean, I almost that we should celebrate. I almost fell out of that we chair when celebrate, I saw. Celebrate, y'all! I mean, especially Geraldo. I mean, listen, Geraldo's known for for controversial controversial statements. Yes. through the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is a Latino man. Yes, he is. And um, I don't even know how he could look at himself after making that statement. To be honest with you, because Latino unemployment is low. Yeah, but still, oh. I mean. That's all that qualifies. That's all, yeah, that's like, all that qualifies. <laughs> like that's that's the reason, you know. Yeah, like outrageous. You know, that's my that? yeah. That's, outrageous, especially as a person of color. Yeah, the, the remarks he's made publicly about Hispanic community. He's, we know how he feels about African Americans, right? At least he's not as bold, right? To to call us, you know, drug dealers and the worst the things he said about Mexicans right. building the wall. It's, it's I crazy. It's yeah. a, it's unimaginable. Yeah. Yeah. I just I. Incredulous. Somebody of Geraldo, because what is Geraldo, like 70, 70-ish? Is he that old? He's about 70. He, he's, he's somewhere he's around He's close there. to there. He's, he's close there. to there. Yeah. And I just think yeah, to I don't myself. I think 70 yet, though. Like maybe late 60. He could be 70, though. I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't know. We don't have to figure that out. But regardless, he is right. yeah, of he's... the generation of Martin Luther Kingness and knowing yes. that energy. And to, in the same breath, in the same week, of... make that comparison. Yes. Even as just a basic, like, intelligence. It's so disrespectful. Yeah. He is 76 years old. 76? See, I know what I'm yeah. talking about. Wow. 76? Thank yeah. you, Steph, from the booth. 76? Yes. Wow, 76. Even, even that, that means he was a grown-up. Yeah, was, I mean, he was of age during Martin Luther King-ness. Oh, yeah. he so, he does look good for 76. I gotta, I gotta give him that credit. You know, he does look good. He looks wow. yeah. Unbelievable. You know, four good for him. 80? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's four from 80. That's crazy. So he should know better. He really should know he better. He should know better, yeah. Like, you can't put that, like, that's not even the same conversation. Yeah. And if your literal only point is unemployment being low. Right. Represent. That's what I'm saying. That's not enough. A rising yeah. civil rights leader, brother? Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. We, yeah. we got a lot more work than that wow. to do. So. 
Yeah. A lot more because, you know. And I can't even give it to him that he, he's just old and just says what he, you know, they say and crazy. you just say stuff, no, you know, just say not. stuff and you don't care. You, 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 you are still a figure, a journalist, you know what I mean? Like you, you need to throw so the, why you, you, th- you think he just wanted press? Like he thought it was like, ooh, this going to get people talking? Like he really, I think he really believes it. I think he kind of believes it. I want to, I want to believe that it was just for press, but I actually think he believes that fact. I really do. Geraldo, before What's up with this that? comment, did you think Geraldo was an individual that would say this? Before he said this, would you think he would align such? Or did this shock you? That's what I'm just trying to say. I, the last it shocks years, me. Geraldo has not he, shocked me so much. No, he's controversial, he's been, but he's to say, would, do, would you think that he would say that, though? You would think that Geraldo Rivera would say that Donald Trump... I don't think the I would never that kind of that, that that's, that's a little that's bit a yeah, right? direct statement. I think yeah. so because yeah, he's yeah. been pro Trump. He's been like, pro Trump, uh, and that's yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But uh, to say uh, he is a yeah. civil, civil rights, rights leader, leader to put it in that same sentence, I would have never I just, guessed. That. I don't yeah. think I would have guessed that no, for sure. No, no. Yeah, so thoroughly. And done. once again, still during the week of MLK, that's just so disrespectful so, to me. You know, it's just unfounded. Like just the most basic, like on the most basic level, it's really unfounded because you can't attribute the. Let's take it on the unemployment. Like, okay, great. Lowest unemployment in the history of however long they've been looking for black people. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll say we'll give him we'll that. We'll give you that. Give you that coin. But like that's not something that happened in the last 3 years. That's been on a steady decline for the last like 8 years actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then to say that unemployment is the only thing that is the like the wage gap though. I mean, the wealth gap is bigger than it's ever been. It has been, yeah. So they, they got a job, they work in, they the help, but they can't afford to buy a house or get approved for a loan, and so you are now a civil rights leader. Like, that right. makes no sense. Right. So I just don't understand why. And let's not even talk about all the jobs that they're about to be eliminated because he's just keeping it to middle class and up, you know, so... And upper middle class of that. So yeah. I did read that. You know, yeah. So let's we won't even get into that subject today. Oh Geraldo. Oh Geraldo. <laughs> Maybe he just wanted to go viral. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wanted to be seventy six and talked about still. That's what it is. That's what it is. Daryl figured it out. Seventy six and looking. You know what I'm saying? Seventy six and looking. Is single? We need to find out. Oh Well you know he got in trouble that time. Didn't he have like posted new pictures or Oh, he looks pretty good. Yeah, he was posting like shots or whatever. Yeah, but he's been he's in pretty good shape for no. No, I would have never guessed he was seventy six straight up. No, yeah, no. Seventy six. But I still know excuse. Be honest. I'm bad. I'm gonna give you that, but I ain't gonna give you that. That's it. That's where I cut it off. We can talk about everything else, but he ain't no civil rights leader. But you got good hair right now, Right. Your hair is working. You got that big lash, yes. Not bad. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go on from Geraldo. we're gonna go into our EUR web story spotlight of the week. <laughs> well, my boy, Tyler Perry is back in the news again. Yeah. He has been dragged many times in the last yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah. We first yeah, talked about him even on last week's show yeah. about the writer's room and people getting in their feelings about his comments about not having a writer's room. Yep. And then they start going in on how his projects would probably be better if he did have more writers that had input on his mm-hmm. movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. But this week, once again, mm-hmm. he is getting dragged for his Netflix film, A Fall from Grace, that premiered. I was at Courtney's house last Sunday, and she was watching it yeah. uh, and making all kind of comments. And some of the comments, <laughs> some of the comments I'm gonna read, Courtney was making. So the film starred Cicely Tyson, Felicia Rashad, Brisha Webb, Makai Brooks, uh, Crystal Fox. 
And um, Rotten Tomatoes actually gave it 36%. Yeah. No. Oh. And I, and I, I was going to say, that, I literally was about to say, wow. Okay. Well, oh, you, you, thought that's like, you thought that, that was yeah. a good score? I, I thought it was better than I would have expected. They never even critique his stuff now, I even noticed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I thought it'd be like two. Well, yeah, I mean, well, from these comments, I would have thought I'd been lower myself, actually, because fans have been kind of torn in between. You know, some fans are like, ah, it's okay, but the majority of comments have been kind of negative. So basically, fans are saying stuff like, why is the whole movie gloomy? Gloomy, there are no lights of any kind in these places. Hashtag a fall from grace. Uh, another comment was you think someone who just celebrated opening a giant studio would pay attention to detail and produce a higher quality movie it was truly hashtag a fall from grace Uh, some said production was a rush and writing was poor but my favorite dragged comment was the wigs are ass (laughs) the wigs are ass that's my favorite so Tyler has actually commented. He tweeted out like, oh, you know, first geez. he did a thank you for everyone who who watched his mm-hmm. movie, yes. and then he also, you know, said laugh out loud. Basically, the tweets were hilarious. You know, so he's been he's been watching the comments. Yeah. Um, but you know, Courtney, what did you think? I mean, I did. I, the wigs were kind of bad. I can't lie. I mean, the you wigs know, were I mean, bad. I, you know, the wigs were bad. The wigs were bad. I mean, clearly, like you said, I was watching it at my house when you came by, um, and I finished watching it after you left. Uh, it was just, look, I'm a filmmaker, you know what I'm saying? And hope to continue to elevate to really get some substantial money to be making films, right? So I understand, like, low-budget film work. Like, I get it. But, bruh, like, yo, the main character's wig changed twice in the same scene. Oh, wow. Within, like, like three seconds. Like, it was where a was, different... Where was the continuity, man? There was no continuity. Like, the bat broke when she was beating the dude, but then in the next moment it wasn't broken like no just the most basic of things that wow. should just shouldn't happen like and it turned what a th- look it could have been a fun lifetime movie type thriller which i love lifetime thrillers like i could watch a lifetime thriller all like, day great quality you know what i'm saying but then it's it turned what that could have been into literally it was a comedy it was a joke and I just can't understand in his own, like, I get his, like, ego, like, he's out there, we shot this in five days, bro, that's not impressive when we saw what had happened. Quality. Right. Like, if it was, like, amazing and it was shot in five days, then we'd be like, yo, you did that that's in five dope. days. You did that thing. So right. I just think it's weird. Like, I'm like, are you trying to Jedi mind trick us? Like, you're doing this on purpose because you're just trying to fuck with us? Like, what is going on? Because you cannot possibly think that this is acceptable. Like, even for a low-budget film, like, you and do your best. And to put it on best. Netflix at that. Yes. Has been bombed with their quality movies. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mean? Like, and like I said, we're not looking. I'm not looking for you know. I don't know the Shawshank Redemption. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just looking for a good lifetime thrillery type situation. And he just like the most basic stuff. You got Cicely Tyson working. You got Felicia Rashad, and that's what you came up with. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I think it, I think it's sad actually, and oh, I think it's point. sad that he's not bothered if he's not bothered by the quality of that. And I know there's all kind of debate about, you know, oh, he's hiring black actors and this, that, and the other. I'm like, yeah, that's great. But come on, dude. You could do a little bit better than that. Right. I mean, I'm with you on that. I mean, mean, we talked about this kind of last week. One thing I will give him is the fact that, like you just said, he is employing a lot of African-American and people of color actors that may not get the chances that that they are given with his projects. But on the flip side, you want to put out a quality project. It's like you don't want to just... Just yeah. be putting stuff out. 
you know, like and everything doesn't have to. And be everybody's not amazing. just always going to look at it. You know, you know, you just assuming that everyone's <clears throat> always just going to be a fan and just look at your stuff. But well, he's assuming his fan base is his fan base, and that's all he cares about, and they're going to support him regardless. Because people came hard, like on the internet. Like if you liked it, people came hard for you. If you didn't like it, people came hard for yeah. you. If you was in the middle, people came hard for you for not supporting and not like. There's people that didn't watch at all. They're like, I'm not Tyler Perry's audience. That's not my cup of tea. And they got attacked. Like, oh, you're not supporting black art and you're not doing this. It's like, well, I, I don't know. Like, when did Tyler Perry become like this deity of art in Hollywood that black people can't even have real critical conversations about what he's doing and still like appreciate what he has been able to achieve? Right. But like, can we not say, bro, can you just like turn on a key light for the main actor? Like, right, right. Can, can know, we get some lighting? Can we get right. time? Yeah, I don't know. I just. What do you think, Chad? You know, I the dichotomy is so it's uh, it's funny. Specifically, I agree with everything she said, but typically, cinematically, uh, Tyler Perry makes terrible movies. <laughs> I, just, I mean, it just, I hate to be like I didn't know where it was going to go. I didn't know. I didn't know <laughs> where like, you, had, go you go. had that like three like, second pause. You know what I mean? uh, like, what is he going to say right I can now? Go different. I was trying to be. I was debating on being political or not. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I feel you. But uh, you know, even like Ebert and Roper, they stopped they grading his up. movies. Yeah. They stopped even. When the and I support the art and our culture, but yeah, I do think he does. Uh, I do think he does make money off of the typical, quintessential, almost stereotypical, like you right. know, black yeah. struggle, sure. Spe- yeah. specifically black female struggle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Not dope. Right. Some people said that there was an interesting debate going on, though. Like, they're saying, okay, yes, um, in regards to him making his fortune, basically, off of these sort of stereotypical ideas of black women and the suffering of black women. However, the debate was, is that, in the end, worth it because of what it has allowed him to achieve? Like, when Puerto Rico needs a plane to fly down and bring them food, he actually has the availability to get a plane and get them some food. Sure. He can go to Haiti and take care of these people. He can go into the community of Atlanta and bring a bunch of foster kids who have nowhere else to go. Into an, step and is fetch it. Is it worth that? Like, where do you mean? Where do we draw the line? Step and fetch it. Did it stuck. Yeah. First step American, and fetch it didn't own it, though. No, he didn't. Right. So does it First make a First cinematic difference? black movie star paid a high price, though. Yeah. Do we... Where do we... You know what I mean? There's so many... I mean, listen, I think that the stories need to be, t- like, certain stories need to be told. So he, do you specifically... He was like, no. I want to give back. So do you specifically feel like he's that, that therein lies the justification of it, though? Oh, I don't, I'm, I can't... Do you subscribe see, to that I notion? can't, I can't, I can't even, like, I don't engage with Tyler Perry generally, and right. the only reason I was watching it is because I had started to see the memes pop up, right. like, and I long ago right. decided it's, I'm not his audience, I, yep, and me I too. just can't participate. Stop watching. Yep. Because, Stop watching. but I can't not respect what he's, own, what the ownership means. This is your life, this is what you and do. And this is what you do, and this is what you saw, and as a creative, like, that's what you've envisioned and figured out, like, you have the right to do that. Whether or not I agree with it is irrelevant, but 
and there's enough people that agree with it that let him have a career. So who am I to be right. like, well, right. no, you right. shouldn't do that. Because right. especially now right. that we're in a place where I think we are getting more slowly, but we are getting more representations in different places. It's difficult when it's like just Tyler Perry movies, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, or just Spike Lee movies. Like we need the balance. And I think we're getting closer to that because we have other artists making films that are getting out there and things like that. So that makes it better for me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just I just want to talk to him for real. Like I yeah. really want to be like, it doesn't does it bother you? Like, right. are you just is it all? But is it or is it all just like a hoax? Like maybe this was just a whole plan. He fully is aware of what is going on, what he's doing, and he just knows that. Kind of, sadly, I don't want to say this. I feel bad, but kind of like Trump. Oh wow, you compared him? No, to but like he knows his audience, right? And he's playing to that audience. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that though. So is that Trump with that veiled, yeah, I hope the the veiled campaign, veiled racism, yeah, and then Tyler Perry with his Tyler Perry with his struggle female dichotomy, you know what I mean? Stereotypical, like what? The parallel is not far fetched. I mean, that's true. I just hope that's not the case, though. You know what I mean? I feel what you're saying. I can understand how you feel that way. Because it might have started as like Medea, for instance, was like tribute, like because we all there are elements of Medea that we know. I'm still a fan of Medea. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's like everybody's auntie. They got an auntie that's like Medea. But he but he took that and he understood why people are so attached to that, and he just ran with it. Because that's, in the end, all he's done is, like, an extension of all that message. Daryl, have you heard that he... I've heard this. I don't know read this. That he took the Medea character from somebody already that was that was doing the whole... That shtick? That shtick? I didn't hear that. No. Okay, that's, yeah. I read that about... And even, you know, almost even came after him legally about it. Oh, I didn't um, hear I didn't, I didn't hear, hear that. that. Ooh. Well, I gotta, look, I gotta read up on that one. That sounds yeah, like... Yeah, that no. sounds like we may be talking about Tyler Ooh, Perry again next week. Way. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Well... I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens, but I mean, listen, he's making money regardless and he is he is getting uh he's employing a lot of people of color, so but I but we we might need to switch up these projects a little bit. I just hope one day he just opens the doors a little wider and yeah, right. gives even more place to other voices. Maybe the writer room is a good idea. Let's just say that. <laughs> Apparently not for what he's trying to do. Well, not for what he's trying <laughs> he to do. He got to open I've his mind. I heard about that. Oh, Lord. Yeah, you read about that. He's got to open his mind or want to be open to mm-hmm. other to and yeah. right now, clearly, he is not. He but is not. A fall from grace on Netflix. If you want a good laugh, check it out. I wish it wasn't dry January because I would have had much more fun watching it. But <laughs> get your wigs ready. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of wigs, there'll be a lot of them on this Sunday at the uh, Grammys 2020. Oh. Uh, the performers this year include Lizzo, Billy Ellis, Charlie Wilson from the Gap Band, uh, Adrian, uh, Ariana Grande, her Jonas Brothers, Run DMC. I'm kind of hype about Run DMC. I can't lie about that. Mm-hmm. Tyler the Creator. Uh, the show is, you know, they always bring it in. It's, it's that time of year again. It's at Staples Center. It airs, like I said, Sunday night, and uh, I'll be watching. You'll be watching. I'll You're be checking it out. You're not going to go. Okay. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually afterwards. not. I'm, I'm probably going to party. I'm not going to the awards this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will be going Tuesday to the Grammys Prince tribute that they're doing. Oh. At Staples Center, which I'm super hype about. I'm 
you guys don't know, I'm a huge Prince fan. And uh, they got performers like John Legend, Alicia Keys, The Revolution, his backing band, Beck, Earth, Wind & Fire, Foo Fighters, and Sheila E. is doing the hosting for the event. So oh, it nice. should be pretty good. Wow. Yeah, so. I have a quick question from the booth. Yeah. They are doing a Nipsey Hustle tribute at the Grammys, which they is are. really dope because um, he was up for the Grammy last year. And it's going to feature DJ Khaled, John Legend, Roddy Rich, Kirk Franklin, Meek Mill, and YG. And I'm curious what your opinions um, are about those performers picked for that tribute. Mm. <laughs> Courtney, go ahead. <laughs> or actually, no, Chad, you, Chad this the is the musician. You know what? Exceedingly appropriate. I've co-signed uh, Everyone? Ni- 99% of them. Oh. Um, I think that, you know what? 100% of them. Okay. I want to know who the who, yeah who, who was the who was the one, one who was a little bit like the iffy the holdout was uh I feel like in a nutshell Khaled is uh, slightly something I would consider a culture vulture he very profits off of hmm. rap culture okay. and I know that that is his bread and butter and that's a totally different uh, topic but Roddy Rich and his I like that acceptance of the it's a blessing and a curse that he got his Grammy without Nipsey being here mm-hmm. um, YG being a brother uh, a Nipsey and everybody else yeah um I think that he, you know, West Coast, he's more than just a rapper. So yeah. I co signed that that, yeah. that that representation for it. I didn't I didn't think of it with the Khaled comment. I didn't think about it in that way. I was hyped to see kind of everyone perform. I just want to see the performance because I feel like it's going to be crazy, dope energy. And, but I without a, without a doubt, that's but, that's, but I can that's, see one, that's one to come. I can see your for point. Sure. You know, for sure. and I think it's just going to be a good performance overall. Of course, mm. I don't doubt the performance. I don't yeah. doubt the lineup. I don't doubt what. Who would you have taken out and put in instead of? Set of Khaled? Yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Okay. For sure. I can see that. Yeah. I can fair see enough. that. That's fair. Yeah. Nice little yeah. Compton West Coast Nipsey. Yeah, I was just going to say, what? Kendrick should have been. Well, Easy. maybe he wasn't available. Yeah. Because yeah, right. yeah, that. Right. It would have made actually more sense. A little more sense, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, did you hear about the. Uh, um, the Grammys, who is it, the president that got Oh, yeah, the, the uh, what, uh, term, uh, like, uh, was she officially fired? Or I know she had or to be... On, you know, on leave, whatever it is, it's really strange. And she was actually sort of trying to help shift the energy at the Grammys, like, yeah. in terms of their mm-hmm. respect for hip-hop, mm-hmm. black artists, brown mm-hmm. artists, and yeah. things like that. And it was kind of strange that right around now, suddenly she's ousted. Yeah. Or set aside for a while. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah, and that story seems to be <clears throat> quickly developing with more. I know. Things. I'm like interested to see like what actually comes out about what went down yeah. because they've been real hush about they that. They have been very mm-hmm. hush. Yeah. Probably trying to keep the awards. On track. I, I, my guess mm-hmm. is that they're trying to keep the focus on people watching the awards versus the controversy, but it's also interesting in the same sense because the controversy is happening at the same time as the awards. <laughs> exactly. So, you know and, what I'm saying? And was so, that debate about what was going is that, on with is that the awards? Like, right. Is that why she's not there anymore? And is that also hype for us to be like, oh, I'm definitely tuning in on Sunday because I, now it's like in my ear. Is you know that, what I'm saying? But will you guys you know, actually... You know I have a conspiracy no, theory yeah, about yeah, every yeah. single True. move <laughs> that happens in media. But will you guys actually tune into the awards like when they air on CBS or whatever they air on? Or will uh, you just go to YouTube the next morning and watch the performances? I'm gonna no, watch, I'm gonna watch, live. watch yeah, it live. Most people, yeah, watch I, like, yeah, okay. yeah. I like to watch good it live. Good for y'all. Yeah. Good job. You don't watch it live? Nah, you, I, like I used to be like super. Every time the awards came on, like especially the Grammys and the VMAs, like I was there. But like now, I, I just think they're boring, and I want to watch a lot the of them performances. Are. No, they 
or I'm not excited. I'm not gonna go to a party hosted with yeah. the team. Is that? But you know what I'm saying. Right. You'll, you'll tune in. That's yeah. good. Give them the ratings. I, yeah. I Give them. The, you know. Yeah, but I think also it's just I'll the award shows are just over oversaturated. and watch it is the thing. Yeah. If yeah. I have something booked, I will definitely uh, not watch. So she's right. She's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. It's not must see tell. I feel like no. it used to be must see no, television, it to and it's not. back in the day it used to be. Yeah. But what is, what is must see TV anymore? Are we are must see TV now is Trump, and you know no, that, not even that, true. honey. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Does, does it real? Is that done? Is there nothing that what you like want to make sure you're there TV? for? I mean, when the it comes out, like sports championships, sports championships. That's true. Super like Bowls, Super Bowl finals, uh, college, college championships, that's football it? championships. These are that's quintessentials. But if you yeah. want to go into the realm of mu- like like uh, award shows, maybe the Oscars, or just like maybe TV. the Oscars, people just still television in general. Oscars, Oscars is still a. People still watch the, the Grammys. Still watch people watch the Grammys. People watch They've the Grammys. been declining lately, but he's right. Yeah. People still watch them. Yeah. But other than that, like TV wise, there's nothing that you like feel like you want to see all the time when it's on. No. I mean, Not the stuff like, that I do, no. the most of America probably no. doesn't. I mean, you know, I watch like MTV The Challenge. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I'm addicted to that show. I can't, you know, most of America don't care about That's that. So interesting. That one? I love that show. It's something about that show. I love The Challenge. I love it. I watch everything, but there's nothing that I like. On the spot right now, top two shows. Oh, 90 Day Fiance. Oh. <laughs> we both watch that. For real? Up there oh, like that? And oh. life, and Power. That and Life After Lockup. You like that, that short? Power. Easy. Yeah. Like, before I even think, I have, well, see, before I even need two thoughts. Well, Power would be on my list if I had stars, but I have back. to like watch the old. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so do, you, do you know who killed Ghost? Who do you think killed Ghost? I have an idea, but I, <clears throat> I have a, I have that. That's a loaded question. If you didn't know it or not, I have plans on watching that. I gotta watch that. I gotta watch that. I haven't seen it yet. It's out, but I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so all right. I gotta see yeah. that. I gotta all see right. that. All right. Well, it's all about music, and that's what you about. Man. I know. You, know you don't have time yeah. to be watching yeah. TV. You don't have time. You make it. You making tracks. Making tracks, and I don't. Right. So here I gotta I gotta give a shout out to the to the audience uh, and let them know or give you a shout out because you found us and we, we we're glad that you that you I found did. Black Hollywood Live oh. and got on here because started looking at all your stuff man super talented brother yes, appreciate you I'm sure that you know your Grammy your Grammy's coming soon man you know <laughs> amen you know what amen. amen we received that claim and receive that absolutely yes. so tell us about how you got in this business mm-hmm. you know. You know, I started making uh, my own music professionally like two years ago, but I had, been, I had taken conservatory school. Parents put me in it, grew up in the church, could sing and all that. So, Got you to. know, that plus the background, I just decided to start taking it serious. Singing and, and rapping. rapping. So, wait, give us a little something that you, you'd like to sing. You know, give something from church. Praise and worship. All right, let's hear it. You want me to sing right yeah, now? Yeah, little, just a little, little ten-second acapella. Praise, um. Okay, okay. <clears throat> uh, you maybe thinking some gospel music? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I was gonna sing some, uh, some, some rap. I'm gonna just do some. rap. You can do whatever. Do what you want. I'm gonna just do some rap real yeah. quick. Just a reference song that I do before I, uh, before I record real quick. It's actually a Drake verse. We're doing this live. Yes. <clears throat> All I gotta do is put my mind to the shit Cancel out my ex, I put a line through that bitch 
I like all my asses with two lines through them shits. Everybody trying to fuck it, but I'm fine with that shit. I never mind, girl, that's just you. I know you play hard for that shit. You know they gon' hate, girl, don't put your heart in that shit. Even no game, but you were too smart for that shit. Anyways, I forgot the lyrics, but anyways, I did that. <laughs> no, hey, hey, listen. Yeah. That's what's up. Daryl did that. Daryl did that. You did that thing. No, you... I never sing live on shit like that, but you, uh, you, hey. you know what I'm saying? I'm proud of you. You get the we gold medal it. for getting me to sing like that live. That, that. But see, now You're remember right. me when you had that acceptance speech. <laughs> and you like, were like, right. I like to absolutely thank y'all for this Grammy. But my boy, yes. shout out to my boy, Daryl Threw Christian, me out there. Absolutely. Threw me out there. Made me <laughs> sing on BHL. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> What's your favorite? Like, are you, are you, who, who, who? Did you feel like you kind of emulated or you uh-huh. want to be like? I mean, you just did uh-huh. a Drake track. Is, uh-huh. is he somebody who, who inspires, inspires you the most? Or I take inspiration from like uh, like Raphael Sadiq. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, well, Kid Cudi, old school Kanye West, not new school Kanye West. Oh. Let me be very specific about that. Old school Kanye West, college dropout type Kanye West. Yeah. We all, yeah, we all miss that Kanye West. Yeah, so that type of joint. So I mean, I think I think Drake embodies a lot of those influences. Absolutely, is, like, you know what I mean. Singing sure. and, I, and that Jimmy Lee album by Raphael Sadiq is exactly. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get to check you out, Dario. Listen, it's wow. amazing. Most people don't even know that. Uh, yeah. Oh, listen, it's 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 in my it's car so right now. It's so weird that that came up because I literally was just thinking about that when I was I love that this album. morning. I was like, how niche? I actually was so just good. talking about how it should have been Grammy nominated, but I think it missed the cutoff. I, was, I think oh, we were, I was talking to a yeah. friend about it. I yeah. think when it was. Was released the semantics about right. that, yeah, because they were because yeah. they've been giving so it praise, but I feel like it missed that time period of when it got a, and it got I a lot that. of critical praise. I like, mean, it's it was every track on that album for sure to me is absolutely that. sick. So, back Where, to you, yes, back to you. Why, how did you sh- decide to go more hip hop as opposed to having grown up in the church, right? Singing in the church, right? Sometimes your family is not always on board with the hip hop, everything enemy. you said, you're like, right. Absolutely what, right. What moved you in that direction as opposed to you know? Standing when I was well, because I still sing, mm-hmm. and um, I know what's played in the church and by my aunties and my mom. It's not necessarily the music that I make, but I think like you need that Beyonce, Ray Charles. I feel like the greatest of our culture have that background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna sing, if you're gonna make any kind of music, I feel like you gotta know what you're doing. Know what you you can't just guess out here with notes. Melodies, Lauren Hill. Some that. people you know what I mean? be guessing. Just be, you stop. can tell. <laughs> they should stop. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not trying to be vocally. Uh, I'm not going to serenade you every track like a Trey songs. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like to have the ability is quintessential. So I'm mm-hmm. going to count. I'm gonna make the right bars and lyrics. But when I feel like it, then I, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. I know the right keys and melodies and chords to uh, to make a good song still too. Yeah, you've done some, you know, heavy. You had a YouTube video that did very well. Yeah, you've been opening up for people. So yep. what's 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 twenty twenty looking like for you? What oh, you got man. coming up? So I have, uh, so tomorrow we'll be at uh, an Inglewood. I have a show Inglewood? on Inglewood. It's my first show in Inglewood, believe it or not. Really? Where's it at? So Two three one South La Brea, the Awake. Ten dollars. I'll be there tomorrow night. Then Saturday, I have. I'll be at my first festival in Silver Lake, the LA Mini Fest. Oh, I'll yeah, be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll be doing that Saturday, and then the very next Saturday, it's the uh, the lifestyle and award winning uh, clothing brand. Um, underrated. I'll mm-hmm. be doing that launch party at the Industry Lofts in Hollywood. Okay. So those are the next few things. I'll be on the Tammy Mac show uh, in about two weeks. Check back for the date specifically. We're finalizing now with the 
you guys are very efficient with the booking and the finalizing things. Yeah. <laughs> we try to be. <laughs> Appreciate that. Sure. And then musically, what's coming up? Like as far as like you, you record new tracks. You yep. Know, when is everything yep. coming? Yep. So we just released my first project, Tattoo Sleeves and Leather Briefcases. So Ooh. that's steadily and doing. What, what, what was that inspired that. by? That uh, so in a that's nutshell, a hell of a title. So. I know. It's kind of wordy. Yeah, but it's I nice. like it though. Cool, tattoo though. sleeves and leather briefcases. So I have mysterious. A, I have too. a tattoo sleeve. Mm-hmm. So enigmatic. That's what we played off of. So it's the yin and yang. It's the dichotomy of the uh, of the opposites, like the good and evil. Yeah. So mm-hmm. tattoo sleeves represents my more refined side. Leather briefcase. Oh, I'm sorry. Tattoo sleeves means the uh, is represents the street side, so. and the leather briefcases represents like the court corporate side. So I just wanted to do. That's what the project is. It's a couple of different in the rapper more influenced, li- like lyrical versions of tracks are the street version and then the more singing traps that we got into are the melodic ones that we would consider like the court side of the briefcases so which is a dichotomy to show the full version and that first project so the next one we'll get into more specific stuff but just showing range lyrical value like plus that. like I like the singing y- ability I like the yang ability. and the yang of it too yeah. you know what I mean, I mean I, I feel like the making of a great artist really has to have both. Like you said, you've said is. some of the great ones, you know, especially you have now. To. Music yeah. now, especially, it's all kind of blended together. You have to. The best ones. Yeah, the best ones. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still got to go back. I mean, we, you know, we, we don't have her as much anymore as far as like making new music, but Lauren Hill was the epitome of the greatness of that. Where is yeah. Lauren Hill? You know, how she could throw down. Oh, equally the same amount of hip hop fire with and the rap and the vocals and the, vocals and the chords. Be the same. She come can make on, a somebody. full love on, song album and a from the hip hop album. Come on, yeah, give come me something. On. You know what I mean? Come on, come on. Bring it back, Lauren. Bring it back. I'm still we, listening to this education. We've been asking to bring it back for 20 for years. I'm not even going to be, yeah, the hope is, yeah, it's I don't want to keep it. Exactly. Oh, well, I never say never. We, you never you say know, never, never, but never, I'm not, never, you know what I mean? We might get surprised by her offspring, because, you know, her offspring are all, like, of the miracle generation. I mean, she I got, mean, that's true. That's you know Marley. That's Marley, Marley that's Blood. That's true, yeah, he got up in there. Yeah. Between her offspring and Erica Badu, we might get some. Erica Badu, yeah, she got one with Andre Dignate, who's a big influence. Seven, seven, yeah. Come on, somebody. So. All right, well, where can fans find you about, you know, get some dates, get the, dates the, music, the music, all that stuff on social everything. media. The best place to find me is uh, Instagram, Chad.Watson. My stories and highlights will have everything I have upcoming. But of course, you can find my music and content on every social, you'll find your, play, your favorite platform Apple, iTunes, YouTube, Tidal, Amazon, Spotify, SoundCloud. I'm everywhere you can think of. So. Right. Yep. All right. Appreciate you guys for having me. No, no you got to come back, man. Thank you for coming. For sure. Courtney? Um, I'm on the social media universe at Stuart Starlet, and I will be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you can find me at Dario Christen on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything, uh, on the new season of This Is LA on it's CBS coming. coming out next month. And uh, you may find me at uh, Chad's. Hairstylist, come and get my braids. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm getting my curls jumping off. But I might get, to, I might, I'm gonna fool y'all and get some little cornrows jumping off. Shout out my mama, man. Your mama, my mom, my mama, come over. Exactly, my mama, come over because you did it right. You look good. All right, y'all. Chad, come back, man. Appreciate you guys. And get his music, y'all. Check him out. All right, we'll see y'all next week on Black Hollywood Lives the Trend. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. 
Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined.